Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hello, everyone. I'm Jordan Maddox-Cop, immediate past president for AMA Omaha, and I'm here with another AMP by AMA Omaha podcast. Today, we are amped to welcome Lisa Ellis from M-Space and Lovegren, AMA Omaha's 2020 Agency of the Year. So first and foremost, congratulations to you, Lisa, and to the entire M-Space and Lovegren team. Thank you so much. We are thrilled and honored. So um, very excited. It's pretty fantastic because those um, who are unfamiliar with the Pinnacle Awards, the Agency of the Year and In-House of the Year categories are still relatively new to our awards competition. So M-Sprays and Lovegren is actually the second ever Agency of the Year, which is an incredible accolade. Um, It's really exciting to see this category kind of come to life and get to recognize all the amazing agency talent um, in the Omaha area. So first, let's talk about M-Space as an agency and your role there. How long have you worked for M-Space at Lovegren and what is your title and responsibilities? Sure, I've been with M-Space and Lovegren now about a year and a half. And my title is Senior Communications and Public Relations Strategist, which means I work with our clients really to help tell their story in the community and maximize their opportunity with the media. So I'm very educated on their issues, their business plans, um, understand best how to tell their story, and again, just promote what they are doing to members of the community. And that involves managing client relationships, developing strategic plans, framing up projects, and putting timelines together of when we're gonna do what, who's responsible for what, and obviously getting as much media exposure as possible. And before M-Space and Lovegren, I worked in radio, television, politics, and internal communications. So that's given me quite a unique perspective now that I'm in the public relations role. And definitely, because public relations often weaves together so many of your past experiences into a new full-on package at the very... uh, outset there. So that's excellent. Um, Well, congrats on being at our 2020 Agency of the Year and contributing to their team. That's fantastic. Um, So since you guys are the winning agency, of course, I think any of our listeners might be curious to understand the meaning behind that title and how an agency becomes so successful and so well-known to receive such an accolade. So first of all, how does your agency define itself? You know, is there a particular space and industry that you guys primarily serve or do are you more of a diverse um, kind of any, anyone who came to you for your services, you think that you guys would be a good fit? Sure, absolutely. Well, M-Space was started back in 1992 by Elizabeth Murphy, and our focus is really on serving organizations that are going to make our community stronger. We're really committed to amplifying ideas, issues, services, and initiatives that shape the region. So as you can imagine, that lends itself very well for the non-for-profit world. 
Um, we look for ways to make connections between individuals, communities, organizations, and you know, understanding what's going on in our community, playing a role in expanding that opportunity and that progress is really drives what we do. And we're really fortunate to work with many clients who are working to shape a better future for Omaha. So again, and I actually, yeah, I, organizations and, and governments contracts. I definitely uh, appreciate your kind of digging into organizations that really are out there trying to make a difference because AMA Omaha has a longstanding relationship with Heart Ministry Center now, who I also know that you all have worked with to create some tremendous campaigns, especially around their new facility. Um, Heart Ministry was our AMA Omaha Charity Cares partner for the last two years. So we've actually been watching a lot of the work coming through M-Space and Lovegren, really helping that um, facility and that organization shine in the community. So fantastic yeah, about, to see that. Yeah. Talk about a phenomenal resource. Um, they, they just do so many good things for our communities and so many in need and have seen such an increase, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. hundred percent. And we will definitely touch on the pandemic later in our conversation because any agency, especially one who's heavily focused in nonprofit and public relations work, I'm sure you have a lot to share on the subject and the impacts within the Omaha community. So more to come on that. But let's go back to um, M-Space as an agency and the ways in which it's so award-winning and special. What do you think makes M-Space and Lovegren so strong? And what would you say are the qualities that you think most define your team? Well, first and foremost, I think defining our team, we have to start with our leader, Elizabeth Murphy. As I mentioned earlier, uh, she's had M-Space for quite a while now. She has such a wealth of experience and knowledge about advancing ideas, issues, services, and initiatives that make this community a great place to live and will make it a great place to live in the future. Um, I would say she is one of the most well-connected, thoughtful, detailed, passionate leaders in our community. So she really kind of drives our mantra. But as a team, we're driven by that passion for better, more equitable, prosperous future for all. We are very collaborative, dynamic, talented individuals who are really committed to making things happen for our clients. We really truly believe in the work they do and their mission. And I think it really shows in our work. Among some of our staff members are YP changemakers, nonprofit mentors, um, and dedicated volunteers. Another thing that kind of makes us unique and defines us again is making our community better but we also have a student program that we've had. Next year will be our ninth year. It's a unique one-of-a-kind program, opportunity for college students to apply to be in the program, but then over a series of several weeks in the spring, have an opportunity to have discussions and creative exercises with collaboration with their peers and industry professionals. So it's not just working with groups and organizations in the community, but it's also wanting to make that difference and make our world a better place. You're building the next generation of effective communicators. That's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Um, so obviously you are a diverse agency. You work in a lot of different media. You work with um, a lot of different um, kind of connecting the dots between the, the clients you serve and the different media or um 
communications campaigns that they might be interested in running. So as an individual, what would you say is your favorite kind of project? And then what would you say as more speaking from the team? Where do you guys think that you really like to dig in and and get your feet wet? Sure. So my focus obviously is PR. So my favorite is really based around storytelling. You know, take what an organization or a group is doing and really sharing their story because everybody has a unique and compelling story to share. You know, stories can be persuasive and inspiring and lead to transformation and positive change. And it's really been proven that organizations and businesses, if they can tell an effective story, not only to the community, but their own, you know, staff, there'll be a better understanding of what their greater purpose is and the meaning and the importance of the work they do. And just making that personal connection with people, I think, is so important. You know, you can have a lot of numbers, but there's always a face and a story behind those numbers uh, that somebody can relate to, understand, or just become a part of their world. I would say as a team, it's really where, you know, we can make a difference or educate the public on a particular issue or service, working together on planning and writing and messaging design. There's so many components to that. And we really bring together different thoughts, perspectives, backgrounds, which makes us really a highly energetic and collaborative team. You all, we have seen your work in previous Pinnacle Awards competitions, and we are always incredibly impressed with um, with what comes through the door and what we actually um, end up seeing on the awards stage. So I'm just kind of curious, as a agency, what is your internal process like for determining the types of projects and which things you think you're going to go forth for an awards competition in any given year, whether it's ours or someone else's? Sure. We look, first of all, at, you know, obviously the award criteria, and we take that very seriously. You know, we would probably want to enter five things in every category if we could, but we always sit down at least once, many times more than once with some discussion and understanding and talking through things, looking for our pieces and campaigns that have really made a difference where we've had the opportunity um, to really make that shine. So we sit down and reflect and have discussions and really look for the best of the best that we've done that year and step back and and kind of evaluate that. So, and I think that's good to do, not just at the end of the year, but maybe even for an agency or in-house, start doing it quarterly. Because by the end of the year, um, you know, sometimes we're just heads down, Mm -hmm. focused, plowing through. But then when you take a couple steps back and look at everything you've done, I mean, it's some pretty amazing stuff. I can only imagine the types of conversations that happen around that. It might not be just about like, oh, this is why this particular piece of work should be entered, but it's also here's all the best practices and things we learned from this project. And then you're talking about things you're working on currently, and you're able to pull from this archive of recent work and recent memory that you're right. When you're heads down and really focused, you might forget all the incredible things that are not so far removed from where you are yeah, currently. It's a, it's a nice pat on the back, whether yeah. you win an award for it or not. I mean, there's a lot of things um, that are coming through our office. So it's, it's really neat to see. 
That's fantastic. Um, another accolade. So of course you guys are our agency of the year, but there were several really stellar individual entries from the 2020 Pinnacles. And we wanted to talk about your nonprofit PR Pinnacle Award for the Nebraska State Fair. So what in your mind made this a standout effort that was worth entering last year? Sure, and this was a project that I specifically worked on last year the fair celebrated their 150 years in existence. So Ferris that's fair. a milestone. Yeah. I mean, big deal. This is Nebraska's largest event every year. But if you remember 2019, which I know everything we've gone through this year, you're like, what happened last year? <laughs> there was a 2019. Well, yeah. I know, right. Um, that was the year the bomb cyclone hit the state and we had catastrophic flooding in the spring. Homes were lost, businesses were destroyed, roads were wiped out. I mean, every county in the state had some sort of damage. And unfortunately, those rains returned to August, which is normally the warmest month of the year in Nebraska. And at times the fairgrounds were underwater. It was muddy, slick, unsafe. Events were canceled or postponed. And unfortunately, there was no way to allow for any on-site parking because it was just a muddy, dangerous mess. So how were we going to get thousands and thousands of people to come to the fair? So we had, first of all, daily briefings just to kind of evaluate the situation, what's the grounds look like, any changes to events or times, anything like that. We had shuttles all over Grand Island for people to park for free and get to the fair. We also heavily ramped up the earned media efforts and social media efforts. Every day we would send a press release highlighting, you know, the best of the best um, events that the media could then share with the public and hopefully, you know, entice them and convince them that, hey, we're Nebraskans. Little rain's not going to stop us. <laughs> so um, we even had a television station from Lincoln um, come and do a live shot. And I remember one morning I was there at 4.45 in the morning. Uh, so this helping this television station get set up and get their live shots set and different interviews. And so, um, you know, we really um, pressed hard to have the, we got this attitude and try to get people to come to the fair. And by the end, Labor Day weekend, the sun had come out, things were starting to dry, dry up a little bit and numbers rebound, so the numbers could have been much worse. They were still down a little, but definitely um, what it was still an overall success despite Mother Nature's antics. Yeah, a strong showing in the face of things that are well beyond anybody else's control is incredible. Yeah, and something like that, it's definitely, you know, when it happens, you have to pivot and think and move quickly and immediately. There's no planning ahead for, you know, catastrophic weather. It happens, you're dealt with it, you deal with it, and you make the best of it. I think that's a really interesting um, interesting observation, but also an interesting challenge for any agency as you guys took on this project as, you know, you're there to promote the fair and then you're also doing damage control at the same time because who could have impact, who could have possibly predicted that there would have been such impacts from weather as what you guys ended up having to work through. So you were also crisis communications at the same time that you are there to handhold and support this great event. Yes, for sure. 
love crisis communications. They're everyone's favorite, <laughs> especially in a pandemic, right? So um, another accolade we want to talk about from 2020 is in the nonprofit category. Again, you guys won gold for Arch Omaha Unite in promotions. So you want to tell us a little bit about that project as well? Sure. The Archdiocese of Omaha hosted a major once-in-a-generation event, Unite, and that happened on June 8th of 2019 at the CHI Health Center. So thousands of people in attendance. It was a one-day event uh, from people all across the region having a vibrant, joy-filled, one-day party. Uh, The event was years in the making, and all the marketing and communication were being completed by another firm, and that same firm was also the event planner. Well, Five months prior to the event, organizers realized that the scope of work they laid out for them was simply too much. They couldn't do everything. So they reached out to M-Space and Lovegren to lead the marketing, communications, social media, with a goal to sell out the event. And like I said, we handled everything from press releases, social media, we did design work, um, everything. And we actually sold out the event in April and they decided to add extra seats, which then sold out again the middle of May. So weeks before the actual event, it was sold out, it was a success, and they were, they were very excited and thrilled with, with the response and what had happened. Fantastic, congratulations on that success as well, especially when you guys are stepping in and taking on additional responsibilities and then crushing it twice. So yeah, fantastic, yeah. great work. Um, Other than those award-winning projects, are there any others that you can think of from the last year, even in this pandemic window, that have been really special and meant something to the team? Um, I would say for me personally, I was most excited about trash. And yes, you heard me right, say trash. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're like, what? But last year, the city of Omaha was in the midst of a search for a new company to provide a long-term comprehensive waste management contract for the residents of Omaha. And there were two companies vying. One was FCC Environmental, which is one of the world's top five companies, and then a very much, much smaller company out of Minnesota. And so FCC reached out to us, I think in May, and said, we need your help convincing the council to go with us. So... Trash was a little bit of a hot button issue at the time. The current trash provider was understaffed, struggled to pick up trash and recycling in a timely manner, had received numerous complaints and was being fined on a regular basis due to poor performance. So it was really imperative that the city picked the best company to do this for the long haul. And that fight for the new contract was pretty contentious at times, The mayor, city council, both providers um, came to many city council meetings. There were numerous detailed questions. The public, you know, chimed in, of course. So I have never spent so much time at City Hall, but it was so exciting and interesting, and I learned so much. So if there's anything when your trash container arrives later this year, I can answer for you. Please let me know. (laughs) And also anything about local governance. Now we've got an inside connection there. Um, So after months of strategy, talking points, public meetings, PowerPoints, I mean, you name it, the city council voted four to three, which is probably one of the longest debates um, recently anyway, 
in council history to award that contract to FCC at a price of like $22 million a year. So big win, big relief, and we came out successful. So that was, that was pretty special. That's an excellent story. Thank you for sharing that with us. So obviously the elephant in the room is we are in the midst of a major pandemic and there is not a single in-house or agency in any sort of industry that hasn't been impacted in some way. Um, So looking at it from agency perspective, how would you say the climate of the pandemic has maybe changed the way you guys approach your work or changed your relationship with your clients, either current clients or looking for new client relationships? You know, I would say the short answer is probably no, because relationships and our clients have always been our number one priority. Uh, We have gotten back into the office here and there safely, very limited numbers, you know, wearing masks, but how we work with our clients, how we interact with our clients, that hasn't changed other than, you know, they're they're not in person, but, you know, our process that we go through with each client has remained the same and remained solid. Um, I think it's really taught us that no matter where we're working or what's going on, you know, we're still really focused and dedicated on our clients to really learn from them, think with them, create with them, execute with them. And then once something's been executed, we're going to measure that and, and show the value of that. So that's our process. And that's something, again, that won't change. Um, but things, obviously, you know, Zoom is great. It's still not that face-to-face interaction, which I still think is is king. And we've lost some of that with technology anyway, and then you add the pandemic to that. Mm-hmm. And so as much as we can do Zoom meetings to have those conversations and interactions, the better off that we are. Have you all found any successful ways to combat Zoom fatigue? It's been tough. Um, You know, there's times we have instant messaging Slack. So sometimes, you know, internally we'll do it that way. As a team, each week we're paired up with a team member and we have what's called huddle. So each Monday we have our big, you know, meeting where we go over what we're working on, wins, maybe even weekend shares, those kinds of things. And then the rest of the week, the two team members are paired up and we do some sort of interactive uh, conversation. That's really more internally. Um, But I think, you know, with our clients, it's really never forgetting to ask them how they're doing or specific questions of like, how's your daughter or you know, we have those relationships. So it's always good to have a few lighter moments rather than just, you know, dive in, work, work, work. That That's just the kind of agency we are. I appreciate that. There's a lot to be said for that human touch, especially when you're just dealing with screen, screen time, screen time all day long. So yes. remembering to check in is incredibly important. Um, you know, one of the things that I was keying in on that you were mentioning about um, your projects and your process with your clients is the fact that you really look at how successful they were. You look at the metrics, the measurements. And when we talk about the Pinnacle Awards, that's one of the things that AMA Omaha is most proud of is the fact that it's not just about the best looking creative in our competition. It's about 
something that's truly results-based and judging all these different campaigns against one another based on their measures of success, what they said they were going to do and what they actually did. So from your perspective as an agency that enters awards like this, um, looking at a competition like the AMA Omaha Pinnacle Awards, what do you think something that looks at work based on its results really does for the marketing community? You know, I think it's just a great opportunity, first off, to show the incredible work that's happening right here in Omaha. Um, you know, you can always back up things with numbers, and, and those are a great way to show measurement of movement. But it's also um, public sentiment. You know, how have we maybe um, thought about something differently or educated people on something or why, why we need to do this is important. So I think those are, those are, you know, pretty, pretty cool things that we can, we can do. We love that we get folks like you all engaged in competitions to do exactly that, because when we're able to then share back out some of this incredible winning work with the community, um, it really does have an impact. And I think it holds us all to a higher standard in the end, because we're seeing what everybody else is up to. And they are some pretty incredible, innovative things. Yeah, absolutely. We, we always, you know, after attending award ceremonies are like, wow, did you see that? Or that was a great idea. Or, you know, it's the opportunity to network and to learn from each other and to, you know, that learning and understanding and the creativeness, whether it's writing or maybe it's something visual or just, how something is presented, it can all make us think a little different. And we all have that critical eye. So we know good work. And obviously, the whole evening is full of fantasticness. (laughs) So on that note of fantasticness, because we are always looking to kind of challenge our marketing community to really consider getting involved more, both with our organization and just with the idea of participating in these competitions as a means of sharing and elevating the entire creative game in our city. So what would you say to an agency or an in-house team who's thinking of entering their work? And how do you think awards competitions like the Pinnacle Awards keep teams energized and engaged? I would say definitely. I would highly encourage if an agency or an in-house team has never entered their work yet to do it. Um, you will be surprised and amazed of you know what you may just the feedback alone, and uh, likely will probably have some recognition. And they keep our team energized and engaged because we continually want to do better. We want to be the best. We want to, you know, kind of push the envelope and see how we can make this the best of the best. And I think that a little internal competition and competition from agency to agency is always a good thing because we're always learning and growing from each other. So again, if you haven't, um, go for it. You know, what do you got to lose? Well, Lisa Ellis, congratulations to you and everyone at M Space and Lovegren for being our 2020 Agency of the Year. It is a very well-deserved accolade, and we are very much looking forward to sharing more about your agency and your work through our award-winning Wednesday um, posts on our social media platforms in the coming months. So folks who are listening, please make sure you check us out on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter to check out some of this incredible work from the M Space team. Um, Lisa, thank you for your time today, and hopefully we will chat with you again soon. A partner, media,
Production.